crosses on wooden doors If you fool, you burn Let's talk around All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. in my office and I heard a rock. Describe the rocket, sir. Does this mean we're not friends anymore? I'm in my
DJ Nubis and, and DJ Nico with you on the Metal Tavern Radio Podcast. Another episode we are about ready to embark on. Opening up with some covers of the Radiohead "Burn the Witch" by Atomic Tom. Pretty interesting. I like that cover better than the actual song. Okay. Anyway. I I am not a Radiohead no, fan you're not. at all. And, and I and I understand a lot of that. Like, there's only certain songs I like from them. That one I really love. It's like probably my favorite. I think man. it is your favorite uh, Radiohead song. Period. Like I remember when you uh, it used to be Creep, and that was for like years. And uh, <laughs> finally, they finally released another one. I actually dug more. I think I think when the um, they released the video for it, and it well, was the video was clever. Yeah, it was kind of like that um, movie. Yeah, the Wicker Man. The Wicker yeah. Man. Thank you. I was gonna call it the Burning Man, but. The Burning Man. man. <laughs> well, they do the same shit. Yeah, they do the same man. thing in Burning Man, but yeah. it's like a big fake guy instead of a real person. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. Yeah, anyway. that we know We of. don't know what goes on in that fucking desert. All sorts of crazy shit. Anywho, got a lot of good stuff lined up today for you. Um, got some uh, Hive Mind, Distant Tomb, new stuff from them. Uh, decadent, more stuff that I'm going to play from that record. It's one of my favorites of the year. Uh, Reed also got some Endless and Valonfire. And also, uh, new Blame God a little later. So, it's friends of ours, a friend of ours that's actually a guitarist in that band, Mark Valentino. He's, he's living his good life. He's in his band. His photography has taken off. His, his pictures have been used in several, oh, yeah. uh, magazines and news so he's he's doing a really good job he's he takes pictures when he comes down uh, especially for maryland death fest he is he has press pass to go and, and he gets some really great shots oh, yeah, he's very good at that very good stuff but yeah they're releasing a new ep uh i'll be playing some off, off of that coming up uh first we're going to talk a little bit though about another band that's kind of close to us uh the black crown initiate out of reading pa reading pa reading Reading, I always call it reading. It's reading, <laughs> but they've been, we've been following their career for years because they were one of the openers at a show that we saw, and we just kind of <clears throat> excuse me fell in love with them after seeing them live. Uh, DJ Nubus bought me a pair of Black Crown Initiate earrings. They're little picks that have Black Crown Initiate on them, and you know I've friended all of them on Facebook so I can stay you know, up to date with what's going on. I know at times they were not 100% focusing on music just because life gets in the way, but they've been working so hard that now they are signed to a major label, Century Media Music. And apparently now they're touring uh, the UK, I think. They're going to be touring with uh, Rivers of Night Hill, which we've seen also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're also from PA, so uh, that's a cool... Uh, tour package if you're ever in the area and you want to check them out both are very good bands um so yeah uh they but we do have new news for them as well uh they've been signed to century media that's a big step up for them so it's a major label and i mean it's just we always feel proud of them like we we kind of been with them since the beginning we do we are proud of it (laughs) we are that's what it is we're very proud of this band because we just we we kind of fell in love with them after watching one time and you know they're just regular people who love their music and work really hard i um i follow the singer and he you know they were 
he shows his vo vocal practices and stuff online, and I, I love seeing stuff like that. I, I love to see... They're very interactive with their fans, too, and I think that's another thing that's endearing about them is that, you know, when you meet a lot of these different bands, sometimes they're, like, larger than life when you're looking online or videos, and then when you meet them and talk to them, and or even on social media, like, when they're actually replying to you, you're like, wow, this is awesome. Like, it, it'd be almost like... The president of the United States taking time out of 50 million users to actually address you, you know, or some shit like that. It doesn't have to be Trump, it doesn't have to be anybody, but I'm just saying that that's like a big spectacle when a band inter engages with you online and talks to you. Like, like, hey man, thanks for the help, thanks for the props, all that good stuff. So they're one of those bands that kind of do that, they really engage with the fans. And we love that. We, we just absolutely love them, we love their music, we love everything about the band so much that when something big like this happens we almost feel like oh one of our kids they got into harvard or something <laughs> yeah, like that right yeah. <laughs> so they're all growing up so they're fast growing up so fast they've yeah. worked so hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's about how it feels um another band from uh local maryland uh not pa but maryland uh mikhail We've been into for the past year. Met these guys a few times. It's kind of fun. They they. <clears throat> so I'm so sorry. I have a frog today. They really engage with their fans, and they also support local music. Like if they're not playing, they're still at the show to watch other people play. Shows. They're pushing them on their Facebook pages. You know, just all that stuff. And I, I think they're playing August 17th. They are playing August okay. 17th, the summer of dissonance and. What does that say? The, what, the first band? Yeah. Uh, Imperial Triumphant. Imperial Triumphant. I think they're the headliner. You got Mikhail, Myopic, Deathless We've Seen. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's a pretty nice lineup there. I know Deathless is pretty good and Mikhail. Uh, the other two bands I'm not overly familiar with, but I do know of Myopic just because I know they're local as well. They're going to be playing in D.C., District of Columbia, at the Atlas Brew Works, which is also, we haven't made it down there yet, and hopefully I, I'm getting ready to leave, so hopefully I am home by August 17th so that I can go see this. Uh, doors are at 7 p.m., tickets are $12. The Atlas Brew Works has kind of been hosting a lot of these metal shows, and it's kind of fun to see, you know, we have another place that we can go and check out live music, and... You know, I'm all for that because all the time, the places around us, they're bigger and it's usually they only cater to a bigger festival like the Maryland Death Fest or bigger bands or you have to like cobble together an entire show in order to... Like battle the band. Yeah, uh, to get them to play at maybe Soundstage or Ramshead. But this, when we have these other smaller venues like Metro Gallery is one of them now, um, the Depot... Auto bar. We have a little small one that's kind of like off the beaten path by us that's really starting, which Mikhail played there too, uh, that's really starting to cater to the rock and metal genre, uh, Sparta Inn, which we absolutely love going there because it's, it feels like it's our own little secret place. It's like in the backyard. Yeah, <laughs> it's right around the corner. It It's not on anything main. It's down this dead end street and it's right on the water. It's just kind of fun. So. But everybody who is in the listening area of the Baltimore, D.C., Pennsylvania, wherever, close to D.C., if you can make it out to Atlas Brewworks to see Mikhail, who are personal friends of ours, definitely do it. Definitely. 
Alright, well we're going to start kicking off our first block here. It's going to feature a couple new tracks from Hive Mind, which is really good, and Disentomb. Uh, but we're going to start with uh, actually some Black Crown Initiate, and it comes from the same album as The Great Mistake, which is one of our favorite tracks ever off of that record. It's called The Fractured One. We'll be back.
This is Anime from Darken and you are listening to the Holes of Chaos only on Metal Tower Radio. Alright, DJ Anubis and DJ Neko back with you on Metal Tower Radio Podcast. Disentomb, indecipherable. I can't pronounce that. God damn it. Indecipherable. Sermons, Sermons of Gloom. I'm terrible at this. I'm terrible at reading. <clears throat> at least I had my glasses on today. I left them in the office last week, and I'm like, no. I had to get my backup glasses, which are like three prescriptions lighter than what I have. And I, I, I still have to get new glasses. Yeah, I got. I got to get some new glasses. What happens when you get old? Yeah, I know. It's it's terrible. <laughs> Terrible, terrible. But I do, you know, I am okay with wearing glasses. I have been wearing them for so long that, you know, I use them when I need them because, and I know kids sometimes they're like, oh, I don't want to wear my glasses. My little niece, she's nine and she. Yeah, we find, we we are like, we don't have kids, but like, we totally act like parents, like around our nephews and nieces and we're like, we totally like say, like when they're doing something, we're like, no, no. Take it seriously because you don't want to end up like this. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to get old. My my little niece wears glasses and her vision is pretty good, but she has a slight lazy eye. Mm. So the idea of the glasses is to strengthen her eyes to a point where she won't have to wear glasses when she gets older. So she's only nine, and she's a kid. So a lot of times it's just like she's playing or she's at dance class or gymnastics and she just doesn't wear them because she doesn't you know want to mess with them while she's doing her activities and I'm like when she's not or when she's not active or when she's looking at her 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 iPad or her phone I'm like put your glasses on if you're not being active put them on her mom says it her grandmother says everybody's like keep your glasses on when you get older and that doesn't correct because she's still growing she's nine she's got plenty of years so when you get older and you're trying and you don't want to deal with a lazy eye when you're older because you're probably going to have to wear some really serious contacts to try and correct that or have surgery. So, you know, yeah. the, the doctor's trying to do the least, you know, evasive thing. Be proactive. Yeah. Yeah, she's already a cutie. She is. So. She's going to get older and it's going to get worse because then you're going to have to fend off the boys and. I'm going to have to treat them like I would if I'm in the middle of the ocean with sharks and smacking the paddle on the You're like, hey, 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 get away. And speaking of which, we're going to revisit the Shark Week stuff because this week, of course, Discovery started doing their own Shark Week. What's the other channel that we watch? Reels? Nat Geo. Nat Geo, okay. And they were doing the Shark Festival. So they're still doing that shit too. So, But I've been watching and recording a bunch of shows because, you know... It, I don't know if I ever even talked about it before. When I was about 10 in Acapulco, uh, I was doing a little bit of snorkeling and had an encounter where my dad and I were spearfishing. And once upon a time, I came across a fish that I had that was all of a sudden taken by a 8 to 10 foot black tip shark. And it kind of got part of my arm at the time. It wasn't, I didn't lose my arm, obviously, but. It left a nice little Where's scar. The scar? On it. It's there. Where? It's Where's there. the scar? It's there. It's there. I just gotten really fat and old. You're not and You can't fat. see it anymore, but the scar is like two inches. 
now, if that. Okay. Well, anyway, granted, I was he was ten. ten. Yes. So to me, that was Jaws right there. You know. So, but it's really funny because when the shark experts are out there and they're talking about sharks, they're like, "Oh, these tiger sharks—they're so aggressive. These great whites, these these bull sharks, but these black tip sharks." which is the one that bit DJ Anubis, they're pretty docile, you know, if you, they're, they're not going to really bother you that much, and somehow, this one here. They say that, but then, like, if you have fish dangling around, they get crazy. They, they go in these well, feeding frenzies. Feeding and, frenzies. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's mm. terrifying. And, like... The black tip shark is, like, the lower level of shark attack. Like, black tip... Yeah, it's like the baby shark. (laughs) And then the meaner sharks are the tiger, the bull, and the great white. And this one is acting like he was bit by a great white shark. (laughs) I almost lost my arm! (laughs) I almost lost my arm! Dude, man, that's like... The black tip should be on the top of the list. Fuck the great white and everything else. Black tips are the real deal. telling you. Every time the black tip comes on... And they're talking about it. He's I'm like, like, there it is! That's it! There That's it what bit me! The black tip bit me! And that I'm like, motherfucker right there! I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's the funny thing about watching these shows is that this year they've managed to they get crazy with these, these scientists and uh, the explorers doing all this stuff. They uh, decided they're going to start jumping in the water. I mean, I saw one episode today at night the dude literally jumped in the water with no cage while great whites are feeding on seals like i'm like are you really that stupid and they're trying to also educate people on how to handle themselves if they do encounter a shark like if you are snorkeling or you're doing stand-up paddle boarding or kayaking out in the ocean and you happen to fall off they're showing like you know Stay calm, number one. Don't splash around, because that will draw them. And then slide, if you can, back onto your board. Stay low to keep to your your, gr- is, your balance so that you don't flip off again. Yeah, but the thing is, like, not everyone's going to react the same way. And then, like... It, it, it my, is my, panicking, my, yeah. My biggest issue with the whole, like, reenactments here is that, like, there's a couple guys that went out for like 24 or 48 hours in the water alone but they had like a buoy that was kind of giving protection and then like they also had a ship nearby that was keeping an eye on them for dehydration and all this other stuff because so they're like, gonna they're gonna pull the experiment immediately because they want to see how long this comes from um the shipwreck of the indianapolis during world right. war Two. so they're they they wanted to try to reenact it but they had the safety nets there, like, you know, if they see something happening or they can monitor and they had contact and everything, they can see what's going on. So in case it does get out of hand, they can come in and pull back. And that, But that's like the, the girl on the paddle boat. Like, she gets knocked off, but for these cases... She got that, off, knocked off by a shark. Right, but for these cases that are in that much, they were never really in any serious danger. I mean, I don't know, there's sharks there. Yeah, but there's help nearby, like... In the real life scenarios, that you don't have that. that. A lot of times, these people that get attacked, there just isn't anyone else out there looking out for you. That's the problem. So that's my only issue with like the reenactments is that these guys are putting themselves in these risque situations, but in the long run, they're still being watched cl- uh, closely and carefully that they're not going to get chewed up. It's true, but what they're trying to do with these experiments is 
kind of educate you. My God, like, I work on ships, and I had to go through a week's worth of, it's called Solus Safety of Life at Sea Training, um, first aid. Is that uh, when you're in the Gumby suit? That was the one I was in the Gumby suit. The Gumby suit, you it's this suit that goes over your whole body, and to get into it, they, they teach you how to get into it quickly, and it has a hood, and the, the, the suit itself is buoyant, and they teach you certain... Um, they do this for anyone who works on ships. Navy, mer I work with merchant mariners. You have certain formations that you do in the water, which are, they want you to stay clumped together because it gives you more warmth. You can die from hypothermia in 80 degree water because it's less than your body temperature. So you put on the Gumby suit, it, it holds in the warmth. You get together in this big circle, it's a bigger target for people who might be, and the, the suits are very reflective and they're brightly colored, so if somebody is looking for your shipwreck, they'll see a big target. The idea too, again, to prevent shark attacks, they aren't gonna, they're gonna see a big clump of red and yellow suits, and I know I know sharks are, are colorblind, but for them it's the, they'll look at it more of, oh look, there's one thing over there, it might be a, a seal, but if it's a giant clump, they're not as interested, I and mean, there's a certain way you're supposed to clump together, like, well, bringing your knees were, in and, um, and wrapping your arms around each other or you lay flat on your back and you kind of put your head on the other person's stomach and your legs go on the other person's shoulders. That way you're in this big circular chain and you can, if you do happen to be close to a bridge or water, when you swim that way, it, it's more protective. So all of these things that they're doing is really just to educate people so that they know, I mean shipwrecks are going to happen and, and they're terrible but they want everybody to react like one of the other tasks I had to learn life rafts are inflatable they're all over the ship that I work on and they also have these releases where if the ship is sinking they'll automatically pop open but they could pop open upside down so we had to learn how to climb up on top of the life raft and flip it over so that everybody can climb in. There's like a little tiny ladder and it's really just like a plastic rung ladder that is flimsy and you have to be able to do that so that they can know you have to pass. You have to be able to swim. You have to be able to tread water for five minutes. You have to be able like to jump off of a high dive. That's one of the things because they the high dive that they had at the school is approximately the height of, of a ship. So that you put on your you put on your your um yeah they, life vest they do have some educational stuff in there and it's like you know today I saw they were like I said they were witnessing or observing white sharks feeding at night and one of the tests they had was they took fake seals one had a bunch of like little glow sticks on them and the other one just had like which was like a vibration or movement the shark actually went avoided the the glow sticks and went for the one that had the vibration and movement so it's interesting and of course they discovered this is the first time ever they discovered like a nursery for great whites and where they let their young go run around and that was pretty cool that was nice i mean i still love shark week i've been watching it since the 90s so i'm, I'm a big fan but just some of the stuff that's out there i'm just kind of like look man it's just not realistic you know 
Like me, I had to deal with like a 25-foot black tip. A 25-foot I mean. <laughs> black... An eight. So the funny thing is, it was maybe an, a 10 or 8-foot black tip. Now that's still very large, but... I'm, I'm thinking about like DJ Anubis as a 10-year-old, and I... I'm like, well, that does seem kind of big. How how tall do you think you were when you were 10 years old? And he's like, uh, probably not much taller than you. And I'm only 5'2". Five, 5'2 five is my official height, and I'm sticking to it. But other people have said I'm more like 5'1". Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 25-footer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do, I can understand being a, a scared kid getting bit by a 25-foot the needless to say, the, the bottom line here and the lesson learned is don't spearfish. <laughs> <laughs> don't get in the ocean ever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so if you haven't caught any of that stuff this week, you know, Sunday usually is when Discovery does all their re- replays of everything they've done. And, of course, I think Shark Festival and Net Geo is still doing it. So I feel like this, this year, I'm sorry for cutting you off. I feel like this year, though, they've really stepped it up to the point... Like, there were a few years ago that we kind of... Well, a couple years ago, they started faking all It was all fake stuff. Yeah. It was, like, little fake movies, but this year... I I feel like last year and this year, they've kind of did a 180, and they're showing... I like this educational stuff. I like the, um... Well, they still talk a lot about the shark attacks and all that, which is good, because that's what interests people the most. It's we For whatever reason, we like train wrecks, and mm-hmm. that's, that's part of it. So. And we the nice thing, too, is talking to the survivors and what they've learned and of course they're showing off all their really cool scars and stuff but hearing about how they got away from a shark or maybe the shark just came up and bit them and didn't care because they're like oh this isn't what I thought it was and swam away but they still had a you know those shark teeth are big so you're gonna have a giant like wound in your arm or your leg there were some nasty bites that we saw in some of those pictures and stuff they were showing Anywho, uh, we talked about earlier, uh, New Blame God. They have a new EP called Power and Control. Our friend Mark Valentina from New York, as well as Blame God from there as well. Uh, new release, very cool stuff. It's kind of like uh, Death Grind Chorus, uh, almost in the vein of uh, No Moss and stuff like that that we played before. Uh, I've been friends with this guy since he was about 16. I think he's in his early to mid-twenties now. Um, as we talked about earlier... He's he was, been working really hard He's a really good fans. photographer. He's he does. been working really hard on his photography business. Yeah. He... He's, he's exactly what you want for somebody who takes their life, makes a goal, and sticks to it. He has been sticking with his music. He's been... And it's not always easy. You know, the arts are not an easy business to get into. So you start a band and... Sometimes, you know, it just, it doesn't work. It doesn't bring in the money. Or you start photography and everybody else out there with an iPhone thinks that they can take his pictures as great as you. But he markets himself. He markets his band, the band themselves. They stay on tour. They they network with the right people. And they're becoming really, really popular and becoming successful. And that's what you want. Again, this is a friend well, of ours. Thing, that's right? That's what we want. The first EP they put out a year or so ago, uh, Trevor from Black Dahlia Murder actually listed as one of his favorite albums of the year. So that's the kind of thing that happens that you're really happy about when other artists and fans notice this. So, Anywho, 
new track from that uh, called Created in the Image of Pain. Nice. And we are going to play that right now. We'll be back after these these songs. After these words.
Victorify from Victoria, BC. You're listening to Metal Tavern Radio. Stay thrashing. All right, we're back. DJ Newis. And DJ Neko. Back with you on Metal Tavern Radio, the podcast. Podcast version 2.0. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, our topic now. Oh, we have topics? Topics, topics. We like talking about topics. We do like it. We, we, we. We don't want you to listen to music. We just want you to listen to us. Yeah, listen to us talk about topics. Like shark attacks. Yeah. Big fucking black tips. But anyway. Baby black tips. <laughs> this topic will be about. Snacks. We love snacks. Not shark snacks. Our snacks. Yeah, we're we are not snacks. We are the snacks. We are snacks for sharks. Right. Sorry. We are not their snacks. We're not talking about that. Honestly, it's basically about sunflower seeds. Now, DJ Anubis is so kind because when he goes out on his route, he has found a Royal Farms that has an entire aisle of sunflower seeds in different flavors and varieties and I love some flower seeds. I don't know if it's because I played softball when I was a kid and that was like a big deal. All the girls, you know, spitting out the seeds. We thought we were cool and I've always loved sunflower seeds. And for the longest time, it's just like I had regular, but then they came out with barbecue and then they came out with ranch. And the last couple of times he would bring me home some sunflower seeds and he got bacon, which... Sizzling bacon. It was made with bacon salt, which is amazing if you've never used baking, ba- bacon salt on anything to flavor it. Then, another week, he came back with... He, br- he got me the bacon again because I said I loved it so much. And he came back with Taco Bell Taco Supreme, which was amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, alright, this is good, but the bacon is still better. And then he comes back again this week, and he got me bacon flavor and dill pickle, which is also pretty good. Bacon is my number one so far. I think just the yeah, flavor... Yeah, you tried, you tried the Old Bay, and you said that was... Oh, I forgot about the Old Bay. Old Bay, if you're not familiar, is really big in Maryland. Uh, For the crabs. Delaware. You put fries. it on crabs, put it on fries. <laughs> Chips. We do it on everything. Chips. I mean, steamed shrimp. It's a, it's a spicy seasoning. And the the problem with the sunflower seeds, it was just like it was hardly sprinkled on there. It had very little Old Bay flavoring. It tasted more salty, almost like a regular sunflower seed. So it was a good attempt and a good idea, but it just, I, I didn't get the flavor. And the dill pickle this week, I like using dill as a spice anyway. Um, you know, sometimes maybe steaming some carrots and dill, putting dill in my tuna fish, I love dill, and I still the bacon is is number one. I think maybe dill is number two, Taco Supreme is number three, and Old Bay is number. But you used to really like the barbecue, so where does that rank? Barbecue was my favorite, and I think that I might need to retaste the barbecue, but that might come in at number two behind the bacon. I did notice though when I was in the Royal Farms, they have actually two different types, like from companies. One is the Big, which Bigs, and then the other one's called David. Mm-hmm. Bigs has more flavors than David, though. David does like just maybe two or three flavors: the ranch and the barbecue, and you know, plain salted. 
And I, I haven't even had ranch in such a long time. I wouldn't know where to place that. Well, I'll have to grab some for you. Because, thank you. <laughs> I, I love sunflower seeds. And I think for me, because sunflower seeds, honestly, they are a lot of work to enjoy. But I'm not, I, I mean, the only chips that I really like are regular tortilla chips because you're dipping them in guacamole or cheese sauce or salsa and I like cool ranch Doritos but you know we're both trying <laughs> we're both trying to watch our weight and sunflower seeds are just they're they've got some protein and good fats and they're also easy for munching you know hand in bag and you get the flavor that you want and you're not eating a ton because you're too busy cracking the shell that even though you've had some sunflower seeds, you're really only eating about a half a cup because... Yeah, I think, you know, before the weight loss and everything, I mean, snacks were a big thing for me. Even now, like, I love cheese, so, like, that's my, one of my main things. And then popcorn is the other one. Um, but we've got those flavors. But that's... prior to that, it was, like, chips were the thing, like Pringles or Doritos or Cheetos, you know, just... Or those corn chips that you would dip in in um, cream cheese. Right. It was just... Oh, yeah. Well, that was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> what were they? Fritos. Fritos. It was the Fritos scoops. Like, And someone had showed me, just take that with cream cheese, and oh, my God, it's delish. But, we love snacks. We had some snacks last night. But it's night. fattening, so you have to watch what you eat with that. For those of you who don't know, DJ Anubis and I have both lost a lot of weight, over 200 pounds combined. He lost about 140 pounds. I've lost about 70 pounds. And mainly because we're getting older and we are trying to respect our health so that when we do get old and feeble, that maybe we will not be... We won't be decrepit. Yeah, we won't be <laughs> decrepit. I, I've seen just, you know, my grandfather passed away in on Christmas this past year and he was just a mess and so many things just as one thing went wrong another thing would go wrong and we're just you know we're we know we're not going to live forever I'm 38 we're just trying to make the transition easier yeah <laughs> he's he's plus her and I we 49. still go to a lot of concerts like that the great thing about us is that we are into each other. Uh, nothing against kids. We just decided we, we, a long time we, ago we, we weren't decided going to go we weren't going to have kids, and then it turned out I couldn't have kids, and now I really can't because I had complications and had to have surgery. So I, I really can't have. It's impossible to have kids now. So, but we want to be able to enjoy the rest of our life by doing a lot of different things. So part of that is being healthy enough to do that, like just and enjoy our families. We it's not like we don't like kids. We have lots of oh, nieces yeah. and nephews and friends with kids. We want to. I want to grow up and see my sister's kids get older, and I don't want to just be hit with a heart attack. That was one thing that happened with DJ Anubis. Um, his blood pressure—it was—it was a cardiac something. I don't remember the term. It was basically his blood pressure was so high that it was pumping his chest so hard that it felt like he was having a heart attack, and thus it made him have a panic attack. On top of that, and he had to stay in the hospital for observation, where his his. Uh, blood pressure was off the charts that they said if he wouldn't have come into the hospital he would have had a massive heart attack or stroke within days so after that in 2015 we really started taking things seriously we got dj anubis on the proper 
medication. We started eating better. Um, you know, the weight wasn't really coming off. So DJ Nubis and I looked into weight loss surgery and I was not at, I have no health issues. Um, they call it co comorbidalities, I think. And Morbid. I didn't have any. I, and they said I wasn't heavy enough to have it, but DJ Anubis had sleep apnea, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Plus, he, plus he was like the right weight to get it done. He got the weight loss surgery, but I stuck with him. I followed his diet. We started exercising more. The um, most important thing anyone can do, if, even if you don't qualify for a surgery, is change your diet. Just try the weight loss Cut out surgery. the soda. Cut out the fast food. Uh, I know it's never easy, trust me. I, she's been with me for long enough to know that for a long time. It's just, you can't help yourself. I mean, it's hard. And at one point, you know, I would look at old pictures. Now that he's lost so much weight, um, I look at old pictures, or I just look at him, and we're in the car, and at one point, he was so heavy, like his tummy was touching the steering wheel, even though he was all the way back. And now, you know, he can get around. He can play basketball with now our I nephew. Actually, now I can actually masturbate if I want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, he can play some basketball with my, you know, our nephew who's 15. He can, we go to the gym. He can walk around. There were times we would be walking from the parking lot to the place that we need to be, and he would have to stop and take a rest. He doesn't have sleep apnea anymore. He doesn't, you know, wear <laughs> his mask anymore. His cholesterol is fine. The only thing that you're fighting with right now is your high blood pressure, but you're on the proper medication to keep it where it needs to be. And they say sometimes that's something that can just stick with you. You could be perfectly healthy instead of high blood pressure, so that might be something that just stays with me. But as but you far have as the proper medication. Right, right. Before just, you were unmedicated and it was off the charts. Stay regulated. Got to stay. That's right. You got to stay regulated. So, back to sunflower seeds. I know it's a little bit high in sodium for someone like DJ Anubis who has high blood pressure, but he'll have like a handful. I picked sunflower seeds because I love them, and it's a snack that I can have a ton of or feel like I'm having a ton of them. But it's actually a good thing because, like, especially for you, like, if you're someone like me, like, one of the things they told me about the nutritionist told me was find something to occupy your hands and your mind while you're watching TV. Like, we watch a lot of TV regardless of what it is, but that was usually the time that I would snack the most, so like something like sunflower seeds kind of keeps you busy and it's mm -hmm. not as fattening, so And, you know, that's what we like to do after work, is just wind down, watch some TV. I go, we both go into work pretty early. He works, when he works, he works 10 to 12 hour days, so there's really not much you want to do besides just wind down together on the couch for an hour or two before bed. Yeah. And we just, we have a good, we have a good system. When I'm home, we try to spend as much time together because sometimes when I'm gone, I'm gone for four months. My next trip, I'm only going to be gone for about 10 days. But after that, after I come home and I'm going on vacation with my mom, after I come home with that... I'm going to I'm have another long trip, about 90 days, that I'm really hoping. I, I, I love sailing, so don't I, I am hoping for the 90 days. But that's why when I'm home, we're going to concerts. We're hanging out together. We're seeing friends and I'll family. We're in a bath in October. <laughs> when is that? October. 
uh, obituary in a bath. bath yeah. Hopefully, see, that's the other thing, too. I have to pick and choose what is a priority to me. I missed Slayer's final goodbye tour because I was asked to go on to a job and I didn't want to turn it down because I had been home for a little while. And her reward was getting sick. Yeah, and then my reward on that on that job was getting very sick. But, you know, my mom had bought that for DJ Anubis for Christmas as a present. And it was like right like a day or two after I had to leave. And I'm like, maybe I could work this out. Maybe I could... Delay, I could delay, delay it, or I was like, "Come on, guys!" Because at first it was like, "Oh, we're leaving uh, uh, April 30th," and then it turned into May the 8th, or May the, and then it was May the 2nd. I'm like, "Oh!" But either way, we we kind of make it work while she's in town, and then of course when she's out doing her thing, making money. That's right, making the money. Making money. But we love doing this too together. This is another little love. Uh, this is a new venture, and it's been working out very well. Obviously, when she's out, I'll be doing it solo, but I'm going to continue to try to give you topics, because that's what I'm going to do. That's my topics. I love topics. Topics. Uh, anywho, we're going to jump back into the music. I know we're going Which is the number on. one music. Right. Uh, next block, got some Psychotomy, Endless, and Valonfire. Psychotomy, I think that's something that Tito from Everlasting Speed Records introduced me to last year so pretty cool band you'll enjoy that the track is called conjuring the abyss nice.
this is Isaac Goldsmith. DJ Newis and DJ Neko with you on Metal Tavern Radio Podcast. That was uh, Val and Fire with Splinters. We actually saw them a few years ago when uh, they were still doing Maryland Death Fest outside. Uh, that was a lot of fun seeing them. I got really crazy with that particular song. <laughs> Missy was right next to me and she's like, who is this fucking lunatic? I love it when he gets excited at uh, concerts though because, again, back to our weight loss, uh, before I was actually still pretty big at that but, point, but. but still, like we would go to concerts, and a lot of times we would just sit. Because I'd, I'd last for like an hour, and then I'm like, hey, I gotta sit somewhere. So we'd go find air conditioning, or go in the car and turn on the air conditioning. And now, like when we go to concerts, he's fully engaged usually, um, even when it's super crowded and super hot. Like, except for at Static X, that was kind of. Well, last year, not not last year, maybe yet the one before. You were I was away from you. You were busy loving life. Yeah, I was actually in the pit for um. Who the fuck was that? We met them um, out outside. The Dutch. Shit. I don't know who you're talking about. Herman knew him very well. Um, God damn, I can't remember the fucking band. Uh, anyway, I actually got in the pit for, in the, for the first time in a long time with that. I actually did it also at a uh, house party that Nomos played. And house parties are so much fun. <laughs> so I, DJ Neko came in there with me, and it was a little rough. I had to like look out for her in that one. And but. then I stood up on that box. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to try and get out of the way. <laughs> that was so crazy. That was a great time, though. I love, I, you know, maybe I just didn't have crazy friends in high school and college, but like these house parties, I guess I'm living my young life because I never went to house parties. Like we used to drink in a van. Like that was what we did. We did a lot of that too, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Just. And then we have a band at a house party and it was cool because, you know, it was not expensive. You brought your own alcohol and you shared clearly and it was only like five bucks and all the money it was a couple of bands and all the money just went to the bands that the yeah and it's like you know the funny thing is now at least to where nomos is and henry and all them like it doesn't seem to be any complaining about like i guess they can't really hear it on the outside which is good because that's usually the first thing that tips off people to call the police is the noise violations but they play to like 12 and 1 in the morning with their bands that they invite from even other states. They, some that with. were passing through to do uh, tours so they right. could have like one more night of... And it's probably a little bit more relaxed for the bands. They're just having a good time. You know, having a couple I mean, of let's, beers. Let's be fair. It's not state-of-the-art stuff because you know the way the house is designed you can't... It's like in the living room. Right. Basically. So, I mean, it has its flaws but at the same time you get that total like band it atmosphere that you want like intimate and it's really great and we're all drinking together talking to the bands and eating bad pizza just everything oh god that's right we did have the bad pizza i forgot about that bad pizza anywho uh it's almost time for our it actually is our time for our rock block um i got a lot of couples a lot of couple a lot of couple a lot of good stuff that i want to play in this that i'm gonna show you today a couple of Newer bands I've come across in the past week called The Heavy Minds and Black Mountains, so I'm really excited for you all to hear that. 
Uh, got actually an older Great White track uh, for you, and then some Dog Fashion Disco. But there's a couple other tracks, of course, in there. One is DJ Neko's Pick of the Week, yep. which we will be getting to later on. Uh, the first uh, track, though, is from a band from Italy called Five Ways to Nowhere. And the guitarist, uh, Matteo Lissandro, and I guess his nickname is Teo, uh, he contacted me about their stuff. And they definitely have a very, like, not only their aesthetic, but their sound is very much in the 90s vibe of, like, the entire metal rock. I love that. So... And I was kind of like looking online at some of their stuff, the stuff they play. They happen to do a live version of uh, Open Your Eyes from Guano Apes, which is one of their influences. And they do a really good job at it. They have a female singer, uh, Charlotte. And, you know, it, it's, the, I listened to a couple tracks they sent me. It's really good. They got a lot of energy, a lot of fun. Uh, so we're going to open up the rock block with this called Wild Style from Five Ways to Nowhere. And check it out. Hope you all enjoy it. Love to the motherland, Italy.
We're doing the Metal Tavern Radio Podcast. 2.0. 2.0. <laughs> That's what we're doing now. Metal Tavern. Hordes of Chaos. Presented by Metal Tavern Radio 
Yeah, I'll never remember that. Are we are we calling ourselves Hordes of Chaos still? Well, the show itself is the Hordes of Chaos, but brought the, to you by the Metal Tavern Radio Podcast. Exactly. 2.0. 2.0. And now we are at that point for DJ Neko's pick of the week. My pick of the week. And go so, ahead and tell us what that's gonna be. I picked a song that it's a good song. It it's is. It's a great song. It's a great song. But it kind of it, it, it hits me in the feels right now because this is the last year of Supernatural. And we we are still behind. If you're not if you don't know what that is, it's a TV show that's been going on for like ever. I think fifteen years. Yep. And this is they they've said it's the final season. I love the show. I love the characters. One thing they do is they just play a lot of old school classic rock tunes. And, and it's and it's I mean if you like anything that is supernatural, ha ha ha, like vampires and they even throw in some biblical things. It's basically if you're a fan of like you know Angel and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you're gonna like this kind of show. And it's it's also you know it's these two brothers and their life like. So, and they're really hot, too. Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles. I was going to get to that, because it has nothing to do with the fucking content. It just has everything about how hot they are. Yeah, yeah. Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles, I think I'm saying his last name properly, are are both very handsome. And I love Jared. I'm a big fan of Gilmore Girls, and Jared was also in Gilmore Girls. You don't say. Yes! I love Gilmore Girls. So... Without further ado, this week's pick of the week is Kansas, Carry On My Wayward Son, which is used very prevalently throughout the last 15 seasons of Supernatural. And with that, here is DJ Necro's intro, then the song. Talk to you in a few. Audio jump. Attention, please. Be prepared for a musical transformation that you've never felt before. In a moment, we will bring you on a journey like there's no tomorrow. And we will break new ground. Hailing from the land below the wind. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome DJ Neko's pick of the week.
course I rose above the noise and confusion Just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion I was soaring ever higher
This is Elbo with the Bandy Thorn. You're listening to the Hordes of Chaos only on Metal Tavern Radio. Pump it. DJ Nubis, back DJ with you Neko. on Metal Tone Radio Podcast. Ended that rock block with some dog trash and disco with watching you. Great track. I actually got into that band very late within the last couple of years. A lot of good stuff they have there. Reminds me a lot of old Faith No More. A little bit, yeah. I love that you are always willing to listen to something, even if you're like, oh, that's whatever, it's old or it's dumb or... I, I, I'm not into that and then you give everything a listen and he is much more open to things than I am because I'll be like this is so really long. oh my god this uh where's the singing and he'll just like pop something on and he can see the beauty in it even if it's not his favorite thing yeah I mean there are certain genres that I don't really care that much about country being one of them um hip-hop there's certain songs here and there but if it's rock and metal related generally i'll find something about it i like uh obviously not every band can be liked but i listen to a lot of different stuff and just find some really cool bands here and there and they're one of those bands that took me a while to actually just sit down and listen to them but uh they're very cool very quirky uh got a lot of different stuff going on in their music which is a lot like fake no more so if you're into that kind of stuff, that's a band to check out, definitely. Uh, still to come tonight, got some corn on the cob. Yeah. Got some uh, Until Rain scuzz. Some geezer, just actually featuring geezer butler this time. Oh my like goodness. <laughs> Ritual necromancy and many more. But the uh, next block of songs that we had that has the corn track also has a couple other tracks. I think this one was sent to me by uh, Curtain Call Records called a band's called Veo or Vio V E I O. Vio. Don't know much about them, but they're influenced a lot by Mastodon, Meshuggah, Thrice, and Chevelle. So they've got a lot of different things going on in their music. Uh, the other track was sent to me by Teresa Lamb, who's a promoter uh, for different bands and stuff like that for a band called Tribulance. Nice. From Tucson, Arizona, so right out of uh, one of our old roommates' backyards. Um, I'm, go- I'm going that. to Arizona this year. I'm going to Sedona. That's right. She's got a little vacation coming up. Not me, of course. No, I'm going with my mommy. Yeah, I don't get that lucky, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to kick off this next block is Flare Defiance by Veo. Check it out.
takes a part of me Something lost and never seen Every time I start to believe Something's raped and taken from me From me Life's gotta always be messing with me
Thrash Metal Band Poker Face from Russia and you are listening to Metal Tavern Radio. DJ Newis and DJ Neko back with you on Metal Tavern Radio Podcast. Yup, yup. Tribulance, Oblivious. Thank many thanks to Teresa Lamb for that track. It was uh, a really good track. Yeah, pretty good heavy metal band there. I like that. Good stuff. So as we were talking about earlier, snacks, uh, DJ Neko has taken upon herself to have some sunflower seeds. Yep, these are the big dill pickle sunflower seeds flavor kosher dill spheres and again i i just love this is gonna sound so dirty i she loves sucking i like sucking on them to get the flavor off oh yeah she does <laughs> but sometimes it's just about you know instead of reaching for a chip and just like putting a whole bag of chips down you have sunflower seeds and they have these awesome flavors on them i had a really dirty uh-huh <laughs> Uh-huh. We'll keep this PG. Yeah. Yeah, right. But I I love them. I oh, I love them. And uh, the dill pickle is pretty good. I you know, I'll keep that in my rotation. I'm sorry that the old bay had to get kicked out of rotation. DJ Anubis is going to check out the new uh varieties of sunflower seeds for me when he goes back to work on Monday. And I know he's going to get another bag of bacon. He finished my bacon sunflower seeds oh, this week. Oh, I obliterated them. So I think he's going to get two bags of bacon this week. <laughs> two bags. So that he Now can... I'm up in the game. And then one bag of a different flavor. Like, I don't know what bacon salt is doing, but they're doing something right. Bacon salt is delicious. I need to get... Because you know it's a seasoning. You can buy it. And I've never seen it in any stores around here. So, like... We might have to order it online. I, I'd love to, like, shake it on some... Well, I don't know. You know, Weiss has different flavors for the popcorn salt. So, I, you know, I always see, like, yeah, I've actually barbecued. I don't think, oh. I really, I don't think I'd really like that, but... Uh, well, those popcorn seasonings, too, are out of this world. Like, yeah, the nacho really cheese, the white cheddar, plain popcorn well, salt. Well, I've been hitting a lot on the, the butter popcorn. Yeah, it's just much. butter. It's like a butter salt flavor that you sprinkle on top of. And we have a, a popcorn maker, so we actually buy fresh We're kernels. Old school. I like it more. It, it's just more flavorful. I even know somebody who she will use a pan on, oh, on yeah. the stove. Yeah. She'll put oil in, put a pan on the stove, and pop awesome. it that way. And I there's something to be said about fresh popped popcorn. We love our popcorn. I haven't had it in a while either. I think I took like one popcorn pop the other day when you were making I was like, oh, I'll just have one little taste. So anyway, uh, for those that are sports oriented, uh, oh, that's right. the NFL is coming back. And this weekend is the NFL Hall of Fame. We have a, we're a Bronco fan, so mm-hmm. not only is our former owner uh, who passed away recently, Pat Bowen, being inducted, but uh, former player, Champ Bailey, who's a DB, Originally, it was drafted by Washington and traded years ago and then finished his career in Denver. But and Beloved by the fans. Oh, yeah. But uh, Thursday, uh, the Hall of Fame game played and the Broncos Denver played. Denver and the Falcons. So it's really just a 
another preseason game, really, and it was kind of a mess. But you know, we came out on top. But you see, you get to see all the new people getting their feet wet, and it's nice because I mean, some of these are fresh new people straight out of college. They're they're getting their feet wet with the NFL rules, the NFL like a lot of rookies. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I enjoy it. I don't care. We went to a preseason game last year. It was the Broncos and um, the Redskins. So we drove down to D.C. I literally, that was the last day of STCW training. I was in New York in the morning, left at noon, hit all the New York traffic, of course. Even though I left at noon, I still hit all (laughs) the New York traffic. Got home, soon as I pulled up, ran in, changed into my Bronco shirt and said, let's go because we don't have enough time to get there. Yeah, yeah. That was a fun game, though. But, uh, yeah, you know, the season's coming up, and it's almost that time. So, for all you football fans, gear up. I missed the season last year because I was on the cruise to nowhere. I was out for four months. Cruise to nowhere. Yeah, I, I, I left the, what, Memorial, or excuse me, Labor Day weekend. It was the very beginning of September. It was that first Friday, and I did not get home until, what, the 20th of December? Yeah, by the time they were done, they were basically eating their own feces, and (laughs) (laughs) might as well have been. We love the NFL. We love the Broncos. We love, and that's the saddest part about me traveling so much when I'm on the ship. Um, There's no TV. probably miss a lot of it this year, too. Mm -hmm. Well, at least I'll have a little in September and October, and then... You know, when I'm gone after that, I'll miss a good chunk of it. I missed the Super Bowl last year, too, which we always love doing. I was um, on a short job, and I'm like, oh, let's let's leave after Super Bowl. But we didn't. We left, like, the week before Super Bowl. And also, for those that may have missed our episode featuring the Godzilla King of the Monsters yeah. episode... Uh, this month, later this month, they're releasing King of the Monsters on DVD, so if you miss it in the theater, you can just go out and buy it now. And I'm pushing you to do it, so... Yeah, you need to watch it. The monsters look beautiful. Yes, they do. And just a little shout-out to Fat Samurai Guy and Lady Fat Blood. She recently had done her top ten... Godzilla flicks, which didn't include King of Monsters, although she gave it an honorable mention. Uh, I didn't really agree with her list, per se. Uh, there was some stuff in there I do like, but I liked a little more than others. But as as usual, she's uh, very well-reasoned, and when she talks about why she, she likes But see, fun. she and I have a lot of the similar um, mm-hmm. opinions on things, and like King of the Monsters was great, and it was but it was just lacking in some ways that it. I honestly like well, I think the other Godzilla better than the King of the Monsters. I think that's why she showed it some love for the honorable mentions, because I think she can appreciate what was done, but obviously she wanted some other things that happened more than others, so it makes sense. The movie that she chose as her number one just is what... You know, it was a good movie, but, like, I just don't care for that particular movie just because, it, again, it makes Godzilla the villain, which never been my I know, favorite. that's not your thing. Yeah. Oh, what's uh, the one that I liked the most? It was Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla um, with the 74? aliens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she had that in there, but that was later in the list. Uh, they were busting on Caesar. <laughs> King Caesar! <laughs> exactly. Brought, the samurai guy brought that up. He's like... Yeah, we have this, like, extra-long song that the wake-up Caesar who really doesn't want to wake up, but he has no choice because his thing is so bad. I think I told you, um, 
fun fact about that is it was supposed to be Mothra, and this is back in the 70s, and you know these had very, very limited um, budgets, but I think the Mothra costume and the, I guess, the hoist and everything to make Mothra fly was broken, so they brought in King Caesar. Yeah. Who I don't really think is in anything else, is he? He's in Final Wars. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, like, it's, he's not, like, a focal point ever. No, no, he's not, like, he's never had his own movie, which he's probably pissed off and, you know, protesting he's, about. He's but. asleep again. <laughs> yeah, he went back to bed and said, fuck this shit. Yeah, I'm out of here. Anywho, we're going to get back to the music. Uh, next plot, Fields Elysium, Until Rain and Scuzz. Fields Elysium, pretty cool stuff, check it out.
up? This is Alan from Without Warning. Alan from Without Warning. Jason from Without Warning. You're listening to the Hordes of Chaos. <laughs> <On> MetalTavern.com. <laughs> <laughs>
DJ Lewis and DJ Necco back with you on Mount Tavern Radio. What? She's making a mess in the man cave. The, ma- the man cave is a mess. We will, we will rebuild it, make it better. We can rebuild it. Ritual Necromancy Command the Sigils. Another band with another friend, and while we were just talking about it, we kind of missed him the last time we saw MDF because they were there, and I didn't really realize he was in a new project at that time. Uh, but either way, great band, great Shout music. Shout out to John. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, so, yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow we're heading out to Big Owen Dude's Hordestock at Fairwinds Brewing in Lorton, Virginia. They're, they had a couple of other things going on Friday night and Saturday night this weekend. Friday night was the Roast of Drab T-Shirt, and Saturday night was Ponytails and Cocktails, Dukes' um, Yacht Rock extravaganza. And tomorrow is the Sullen Gallery, where there is actual artwork that they did. They There was a bad picture of um, the Big O Oscar that they've taken, and you know how everybody does memes, well, they're doing actual paintings and they're putting his face on other uh like Vigo from Ghostbusters 2 um (laughs) the uh Christmas vacation now Big O and Dukes I've been listening to probably since what 2003 yeah they need the backstory because like I've these are a couple of radio personalities that have been around for a while they're they're my favorite podcast now but they've been doing the podcast for a long time but they were on the air in D.C on a, a channel called 991 which was one of my favorite channels ever and then that that station flipped formats and uh, so they went and they were doing some radio again in DC on another station but then they moved up to Baltimore and I just absolutely fell in love with them even more because they had their own talk radio middays and it was kind of like a little bit of a tough time in my life um, not for any particular reason just that I was growing up I was about 23, maybe. I was working somewhere in a part of town where it's kind of affluent, I guess. And the people there, they spent a lot of money all the time. And I'm, you know, this is my first, like, super big girl job. And I'm still making, you know, maybe $30,000 a year. We had to pay for our apartment. It was just tough. Like, it's the first time I ever moved from home. It was the first time I had a, a big girl job. And putting on the radio, listening to Big O and Dukes, it's just, they were about my age and listening to their struggles too, and they've put in the work. They've worked really hard over the... They're very passionate about their podcasts and what they do, and obviously they are very passionate about the people that support them and follow them, and like, we went to the horde of ween that you were talking about. It was about. a Halloween costume. They call their, their fans, which we are, part the of the horde. horde. We're part of the Horde. And, um... Probably has nothing to do with WoW, but... It's not. Cause they call <laughs> but that's how horde. I look at it. We're, we're part of the Horde because we have a Horde mentality, and we will gather together to push the good news of Big O and Dukes, so to speak, or if, like, you know... But they will literally... It's almost like viral marketing. Like, yeah, everybody will, who is a fan is always, like, supporting them. Yeah, they they will literally walk around and chat with you, like, just out of nowhere, like... Yeah, Hordarine, I, I just dressed up like Minnie Mouse. It was not even, like, an exciting... I don't think I even dressed up. You didn't either. dress up. Yeah. I had a... I had a, a 
a dress that was an old dance costume. Now, we went some years before, and I did dress up in, like, a wolf costume. That was another horde ween Yeah. And, um, they, they, yeah, everything is horde. So, the, we were Little Red Riding Hood and the Big the Bad Wolf, and right. he had this werewolf costume, which was pretty badass. That was what, uh... God, we're getting old. It was. It seems like it was so long Ages. ago. Yeah, Ages. That, that place doesn't even exist anymore. You know, the record theater. They don't. They don't do anything anymore. And then this Hordeween, maybe about a year and a half, two years ago, um, it was at Fairwinds Brewing, which is where we're going tomorrow. And this is. They're gonna. It's the Sullen Gallery, so they're gonna reveal another picture that they're going to tease Oscar about. Uh, he, poor Oscar had one picture of him <laughs> that he was at a Caps game that it was just an unflattering picture. He just happened to turn around and make a face and it was... A, Hello, Oscar. Yeah, like a sad face and that's why it's the, he looks sullen. So everybody, when they saw the picture, they started photoshopping him and then somebody <laughs> else decided to start painting him. That's like that's like the greatest compliment. Someone's actually painting. Yeah, theirs. painting him, taking his face and putting it on other, other like you know, almost like doing Photoshop, but it's an actual painting. And so we get to see the new painting, and they're going to release trading cards of Big O and Dukes and Big O and Dukes characters and Big O and Dukes events. And I I'm really excited to get my hands on those. We had. I did not know if I was going to be home, so I didn't even bother buying any tickets for the other Hordeween things, and we had already made plans to see some long-time friends, so I said, all right, I'm leaving soon, let's go tomorrow, we're just going to drive to the brewery, have a good time, and it's funny, because every time we, we go someplace and see Big Owen Dukes, they always, because it is kind of a guy's podcast, they they say, oh, you're to me, you're such a trooper to come out and do this because uh, being a friend or being a good wife to your husband. I'm like, he's not the fan. Right. I'm the fan. Like, I am a fan, don't get me wrong, but she but is I a listen. fanatic. I, that's true. I'm a fanatic. Like, I listen to them, and then when I run out of stuff for the week to listen to after I've listened to all the new episodes... I go back and listen to old episodes, and then I... Honestly, I just think about funny stuff like... <laughs> One episode way back when, when I was still working at that place in Towson and I was poor and everybody else had money, I'm listening to the episode and they're like, they're, they were like, call us and let us know, what do you hate about immigrants? Now, mind you, Oscar is Bolivian, so he is an immigrant, so they're pretty much making fun of themselves when they do this. And people are calling in. Like, just saying... They're not PCs. So. Yeah, yeah, and it, they're just calling in... But neither are we, ...saying so. stupid stuff, like, I hate it when the immigrants in my apartment building move my laundry, or I hate it when... Just... And then they actually... They, they got taken off the air that day. Not permanently, but they started playing old stuff. It just brings me back. Like, when I hear them, I feel like they have taken me through my young adulthood into, like... Now that I'm, they cheer you up. That's the thing. that's exactly what it is. I hear them and I'm like, man, these people could be my but friends. She may be gone by in the next week, so next episode will probably be me going solo. So I will 
give you the aftermath of what happens tomorrow, one way or the other. I promise nothing bad's going to happen. I'm not going to accost anybody. We The last time we went, it was nothing but... Every time we great go... Great time. Yeah, it's nothing but a great time. And everybody from the show who is affiliated with the show or the hosts themselves, they walk around. They They're wanna all t- very friendly. Yeah, they want to talk to you. They want to meet the fans. And they are just thank you for coming to the show blah 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 and that's that's what it's about they they're completely about their fans and that uh, it, you when you listen to it and me who's been listening to it i think since two doesn't mean they won't bust your balls yeah but. they will bust your balls like if i wear something stupid they'll probably bust my balls but i'm just you know i just love them and i try to support them as much as I can even though everything that they do is kind of like in DC and Northern Virginia we we try to go as much as possible and then when they do you know come up our way we're definitely there remember at the state theater we went to that it was a whole it was at the state theater they they did a whole show there they had the pie tasters which is another band that I wrote. Oh, do we have that on one of my pick of the weeks the pie taster song we'll have yeah. to pick one um, anyway so Closing out the night, we have Melancholy, Pessimism, and the song is Church Revelations. And they're from the Czech Republic? Yes, they're from the Czech Republic, and I actually was just Googling their hometown. It's like this nice, quaint little hometown, and they have a winery, and they have, like, this beautiful, like, architecture. I'm going to butcher the name of their hometown, but I think it's Herske Karatisti. And I think I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's... Close, better than I would have done. <laughs> but we, we we like this band, but what we also like about this band is their interests are very similar to our interests, too. Napalm Death, Morbid Angel, Cannibal Corpse, Carcass, Suffocation, Benediction. Benediction, etc., etc., et So, closing out the evening is Melancholy Pessimism with Church Revelations. Thank you all for tuning in. See you next time.